program everybody you just stepped inside of psychotic bump school the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul my name is dj rome and you know you're here for another exciting edition of psychotic bump school that we want to welcome you to so ladies and gentlemen tonight oh we have an amazingly full show oh my goodness we have the good brother jay webb coming through tonight he's an nco formerly uh, a soldier who actually served on the ground in the country of Afghanistan. Wait till you hear his perspectives about this withdrawal and the history of conflict in that region. Straight from somebody who was there, y'all. Jay Webb will be joining us this evening. And also, uh, tonight is a very special occasion. In fact, this week is. Um, tonight, we're celebrating the birthday of our late, great DJ, uh, producer of my theme song, my good brother, DJ Al Jackson. Yes, August 30th is his birthday. And as you all know by now, our good brother uh, unexpectedly transitioned back in January of this year, specifically on January 9th. All of us continue to mourn and uh, miss him greatly. Uh, so in tribute to his birthday, we're gonna be playing a very, very special tribute to him in the form of a mix from the archive, the Soul Children LA Juju Archives, uh, DJ set by our late and great dear brother, the eternal and legendary DJ Al Jackson, as well as uh, <laughs> yours truly. See, for years, uh, DJ Al Jackson and I, being both Virgos, you know, we uh, celebrated our birthdays together at Juju for many, many, many years. For many, many, many years, we, uh, had cakes uh, brought in for us at our Juju events. Together, we would have the crowd sing happy birthday to us. Together, we would make a wish and blow out candles together. My birthday is Friday, September 3rd. If you're listening on Friday, September 3rd, happy birthday to me. But tonight we're celebrating our good brother, Mr. Al Jackson. So we're gonna be paying tribute in the form of two sets by yours truly and our late, great dear brother, DJ Al Jackson. Stay tuned for more. We're going to be right back with more after this. You need something unexpected. Some form of weapon. You ask him to feel protected. And still feel protected. Just one time for the wreck it. Just one time for the wreck it. Don't agree with the message. Don't agree with the methods. Don't let, don't let the lifestyle drag you down. Who knows when was the last time? You found the love One last sparkle To follow in my life One last sparkle To follow Man, it's too early What the hell you do waking me up at 5.30? Why the hell are you worried? Play something that is very, very vibe-worthy I don't want my mind alerting People saying tweeting gonna make you die early How about have my heart hurting? Hold it on the side, that can make it die early Gonna get your best attorney Something's there, feel it when I heard it Just release the spirit, let it flow though How do you leave 
Hanging out with one leg like Flojo. Now we to the cross of long nails like Coco. Free throw coat for the throat goats. Even if I gotta do a solo. Even if I gotta do it with no promo. Got my point across till we finally get across and pass the point. So, just a couple things that I gotta quote. Don't involve yourself in things you don't have to know. I ain't never question what you was asking for. I give you every single thing you was asking for. I don't understand how anybody could ask for more. Got a list of even more, I just laugh it off. I be going through things I had to roll. Celebrity drama that only rather know. Too many family secrets, somebody passing notes. Things I cried about, I find laughable. Baby Jesus ain't laughing, no Don't involve yourself in things that ain't after, no The big man upstairs ain't laughing, no Don't involve yourself in things that ain't after, no Now here we are You know I'm not about it Showed you my heart I let you into my thoughts Don't let, don't let the lights down Drag you down Who knows when was the last time you felt the love CWG, the truth.com's program's called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Rome, and ladies and gentlemen, the world's attention has been glued like lockstep on what's happening in Afghanistan. The evacuation of American troops and any Afghanis that want to escape the country has been widely depicted across international news. Uh, you've seen the footage of people hanging onto planes and unfortunately falling from airplanes from the sky desperately trying to leave the country. Uh, this, of course, is laid at the feet of the current president, which right now is Joe Biden. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris was recently in Singapore trying to reassure Asian allies that they can handle this. But right now, we're in the midst of quite a very, 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 very dangerous transition as Joe Biden tries to wind down this war. In fact, uh, most recently, by the time you hear this, who knows where we'll be in this evacuation, but they have recently struck back. That's right. Uh, so many um, American soldiers lost their lives uh, this past Friday. 
And as a matter of fact, uh, as of Saturday morning, uh, United States uh, retaliated and they've done some drone strikes. And what does this mean for the continuation, the perpetuation versus the winding down of this war? Well, I have a very uh, special guest on the line. You know, some of us, most of us, I would say, have a very tertiary understanding of what's happening there, but very few of us have actually been to Afghanistan. This next good brother has not only been a service member, he has been in combat in this region. So it is my honor to welcome for the very first time to Psychotic Bump School, the good brother, Mr. J. Webb. Mr. Webb, are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm right here. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. You. Hey, man, it's a pleasure to have you here. So, man, you have been there, man. Can you tell us a little bit, when were you serving on the ground in the country of Afghanistan? How long ago was that? Uh, if I just, my memory serves right, I deployed to Afghanistan uh, around the 2009 to... Uh, to the end of beginning of 2009 to the end of 2009 so from february to about september wow so all this time and even at that time uh we had already been there for at least what eight seven eight years i mean we were deep into it even at that time so what do you recall about what your understanding was when you got the order that your unit was going to be deployed there what was your understanding of what the mission at hand was all about um, well, when I was tasked with going to Afghanistan, I was stationed in Germany and it was common knowledge at that station that that was a hotel for Afghanistan at the time. Mm. So it was a foregone conclusion that we would deploy to that region at some point, And that was what our, all of our training was gearing up for. Mm. Wow. So, um, we kind of went with the mindset given to our NCOs, uh, of what, what the, uh, environment would be like and they trained us for 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 the worst you know and what did you end up getting a mix of both uh the first couple of months it was very quiet uh my job while i was in was as a combat engineer a 12 bravo or 21 bravo the designation has flipped a couple of times but they settled with 12 bravo but that job description is a combat engineer and uh, we basically are route clearance and we drive down the roads very slowly and uh, use our eyeballs and some technological advancements to find IEDs, uh, improvised explosive devices in the road. Hmm. Wow. Oh. Doesn't sound like a, a, a job at your local uh, Walmart store by any means. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. So what what's your understanding of what's happening right now um we've been in this war since forever since 2001 after osama bin laden attacked this country uh george w bush sent troops originally to afghanistan declared mission accomplished around what two years later and then we invaded iraq so what you know and now biden you know upon the order given by his predecessor they're supposed to be having all american troops withdrawn by august 31st that's going to be this week so what's your take on what is happening right now in the country of Afghanistan as we're trying to wind down this never ending war? Right, well, when I, when I went there, uh, the country was basically in the same state that it is now. Uh, we were not winning at that point. Um, having conversations with special forces and some of our interpreters, they would tell us that, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever heard, Afghanistan has a, a nickname, but it's uh, King, King Toppler or something to that mm. effect. Okay, I can see why. 
and and they call it that because a lot of superpowers have went there thinking they were just going to take over and right. they left with their tail between their legs yep and you're talking about the british as well as russia and now add the united states to that list too absolutely just add another to the list wow wow and a lot of a lot of that has to do with the terrain and the fact that that country has been fighting for you know hundreds of years they're they're well-trained soldiers despite what you might see or hear from the news or other soldiers they're they know how to fight and they know how to fight superpowers look at that could they have done what what do you think they could have done differently to make this transition go a little smoother was that even possible under these circumstances because like you said with the king toppler this was bound to happen if the, even if they had tried this back when you went in right this That's was probably, right. this probably probably likely to have happened back then too right that is very correct wow um the only thing that i could have seen them doing differently um is the fact that fighting in afghanistan is definitely seasonal uh, you don't get near as much fighting in the winter months because it's it's a cold place. It, it snows in Afghanistan. You, you might think of it as desert, but it has both extremes. Oh, is that right? So the the fighting is seasonal and it picks up between February and, and ends after the summer months. See, that seems like a very important point. So I know it's not about politics, because like you said, when you're there, you're like, forget all this Democrat, Republican stuff that goes on back home where we from. I got your back, comrade. You know what I'm saying? So but isn't that that's a political um, misstep, isn't it? What, what would make an administration or a military offensive consider a drawdown date? at this time as opposed to a time like you're talking about that seems like it would be more strategically uh more possible to do it safely and you would think that but a lot of times things in the military don't happen because it was strategically the best option uh when i was there our the motto that was being drilled into us was hearts and minds hearts and minds and i agree with that uh in war especially in that type of warfare um, creating enemies by going out there and being as aggressive as aggressive as you can will hurt you in the long run. So mm -hmm. it's easier to win those people to your side and show them that you're not the threat that the offense tells them that you are. How did you do that? How did your troop do that? Um, based on our posture, when we rode through a town, uh, we rode through with some other units and they their posture was very aggressive when they rode through the all guns were pointed at whoever's out on the street um they're stopping and frisking uh everyone that they see now with that we were tasked with a hide system and we're supposed to go fingerprint um at least 10 people and put them into our, our database and that's every patrol so Regardless if we see someone who is um, looking suspicious or not, we are expected to come back with 10 new fingerprints in our hide. Oh, wow. So you can see how that, um, oh, yeah. giving where I'm coming from, is a, a, that is a definite form of profiling. Absolutely. I was trying to and, think uh, of the word. Yeah, I was trying to think of the word, but you nailed it. Yeah, go ahead. So my, my unit, my NCOs and my officers, they didn't exactly jive with that uh, scenario. So mm -hmm. we, they would take a lot of um, butt chewings and mm -hmm. when we came back because they wouldn't, 
they wouldn't have the numbers and we would only put people into the hide around areas that we thought that we needed to put people in the hide for. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, you kind of do with what your rank can handle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and you do what you can um, to keep your guys and the people around you safe. Absolutely. Uh, But with this current situation, you have to remember that um, our current president didn't select the date that he would like to withdraw. Right. In that regard, his hands are tied. Now he can go in there and renegotiate, but then what does that make America look like again? Absolutely. After the past current, we just had that broke all sorts of contracts. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, he is bound by the agreement made by his predecessor and yet he has taken this jab to the eye he is sending in drones and uh don't they call it mission creep it's like okay you start with drones first and then it's full-on ground war again right so you're what you're what you're i mean what you're saying is reassuring jay webb because it sounds like no we're not gonna re-escalate we're not gonna redeploy we got to get out of there and i by all accounts it seems like that's still the main objective. That's what you're saying to us right now, right? Right. Um, so let's look at Benghazi. What happened at Benghazi? Uh, Obama was notoriously labeled slow to 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 move on Benghazi. He could have sent some drones, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, cleared out an area around the uh, around the embassy, um, took out some civilians. But what if he had did that at that point? What would that have cost? Mm. Lots of loss of life. Yeah. And and the military response after that. Yes. So um, there was loss of life on the American side, and that's always regrettable. Mm. But Americans don't think about the loss of life on the other side. True. And every time we attack, the loss of life is much more severe than what what they can inflict. Wow. Man, the worst of what you saw, I mean, I don't want to, you know, say anything triggering, but I, I also want to focus on the fact that when, when you talk about, okay, some in your unit or some that you know may have took some butt chewing as you took it, because we're not necessarily going to be profiling folks, right? I mean, some of us are going to actually make a good faith effort to connect with hearts and minds. That That's basically what you were saying, right? And so... Yes. In, in, in your aspiration to do that, what was like something eye opening about Afghan people, the Taliban, Al Qaeda? I don't even know if those distinctions. I, well, I don't know to what degree those distinctions exist on the ground when you're there doing what you were doing. But what was something really eye opening that you didn't expect that serves for you as a takeaway about what people commonly misunderstand about Afghanistan? As a combat engineer, um, I spent most of my time in my vehicle mm-hmm. driving really slow. So I didn't have a lot of interaction with the local populace other yeah. than staring at them from between, you know, two inches of glass. Yes. And then when I did get on the ground, we were very, um, how would you say, uh, aware of our of our security situation. So okay. we're, we're at a little bit more of aggressive posture. Right. Meaning you guys had a, a tactical advantage, would you say? So you felt. Yes, we, it, oh, well, when you're in your vehicle, you have a tactical advantage. So we, if, if we're not 
if we don't feel as if we're in a threat zone, we'll, we will, we'll point our, our weapons up in the air, mm-hmm. you know, so that lets you know, it's like, look, we're not looking for you right now, but we're still scanning the area. We're still moving slow. We're still moving with a sense of purpose, mm-hmm. but we're not looking, we're not looking for a threat at this moment. But okay. when we're on the ground and we're a little bit more vulnerable, and if there's mm-hmm. a lot of people around, we will carry a more offensive posture. That means that we've got our weapons at the low ready, mm-hmm. um, and we're we're traveling in a sort of military formation. You know, mm, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we don't allow people to get close to us. Yeah, um, because that's a threat, and especially dealing in that environment where they have suicide bombers, the unit just doesn't want anybody close to us unless we're going into an area where we're expected. Right, right. Okay, I see where you're coming from. So to that end, uh, I'm wondering to what extent you could answer this one. There, there's been a lot of uh, concerns about the, the fate of women and children now that the United States is pulling out, feeling that they're now again going to be susceptible to all of the injustices that we heard about. For all we know, we don't know if the extent of how true they are or not, but what can you tell us about what you were able to understand about the how women and children were treated? Well, how women were treated in the country of Afghanistan. Did you have any insight on that? Believe the hype. Oh, really? Believe the hype. What's the hype talking about? Um, women in America are very fortunate mm. to live here. What? Uh, the things that they complain about are minuscule compared to what Afghani women have to deal with in their day-to-day life. Like right? the freedoms that they don't have, it's mind-boggling. Mm. What's an example of that? Oh, arranged marriages, that's still a thing. Um, married out before, you're, before you even have your period. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, little girls are for procreating and boys are for fun. There's that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, wow. it's just, it's not a great environment for children. If you're not a man, a full grown man is just not a great place to, to be aside from the extreme poverty. I, I mean, extreme. Mm. Wow. So with that, then you said, believe the hype. So it's based upon that scenario you just painted for us. It would kind of makes sense that if they see American soldiers arrive, you're probably greeted as a potential ally rather than a hostile force, because if it's that bad, nothing could be worse than this per se, right? You would think that, but if that's all you know, and you have nothing to compare it to, Mm. and the propaganda around the area is what the Taliban says because they're the the dominant power you don't have internet like that right right you don't have a library to go to you Mm. don't have school to go to Mm -hmm. oh if you're a woman you can just kiss that goodbye need to count our blessings out here so what can we uh and thank you for shining this light for us, man, because it's rare. I've never gotten a perspective of Afghanistan like this before, so I really appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Officer Jay Webb, uh, former uh, soldier 
uh, deployed to Afghanistan in the year 2009. Did I catch that right, Jay? 2009. Um, almost, almost. I just want to correct you on the officer part. I'm a working, I'm a working man. I'm a non-commissioned officer, NCO. Thank you. <laughs> ah, that's what that means. Okay. NCO. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, very important distinction, right? Because we, we can't, yeah. Uh, thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, don't 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 put me in the officer court. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but man, what what can we take away from this, man? Um, a lesson. I mean, <laughs> this country is notorious for not learning its lessons, man, and they do not learn from the mistakes of the past. Like you said, the King Toppler still remains king. Uh, the United States are just but the latest example of that notch on the King Toppler's belt. Uh, any idea about uh, where this country goes from here in terms of its foreign policy, its deployment of future uh, military resources to other parts of the world? Because you, you mentioned Germany earlier. We're all over the world even today, right? That's correct. All over the That's world. Correct. So I know you're not a politician. I know you're not, we're not talking Democrat, Republican, but what, I mean, but you got to have some kind of you know, idea about all of this. I mean, what's your take, man? What what do you think is in America's best interest in terms of keeping us safe over here versus learning how to mind our own freaking business sometimes around the world? <laughs> can, you, can you give us your thought on that before we let you go? Sure. Well, you touched on a couple subjects, uh, like the fact that we are deployed all over the world as, and those are home, those are called home stations, home duty stations. Hmm. So basically Korea, uh, Germany, Africa, we have we have deployments that are home stations and we'll deploy troops over there and they'll do a, a year or two years tour of duty. And uh, generally those countries are countries where we've had major battles in like Korea and Germany. And we will use, generally we'll leave an occupying force to make sure that things are going, are building back in the right way. Mm. Now, with that said, those were all European nations and at the time, first world nations. Um, Afghanistan is not. Uh, Iraq is not. Mm. Um, Vietnam was not. Mm -hmm. in, in those three countries, uh, after we went in, it wouldn't behoove us to leave an occupying force, even if we achieved our our main objective, because it's too hard to get resources there. Yeah. Hmm. In, in addition to the, the fight to get resources there for ourselves, how are we supposed to supply resources to the locals? Because after the fight is done, mm -hmm. our, the, the army is a humanitarian force. Mm. So you said, you said they are or they're not? We are. We are. We are. Okay. We're, we're, once we're done in our fighting capacity, we, we are a peacekeeping force. Even after yes. we assault through an objective, if we don't if we don't terminate everyone at the scene, as soon as we reach our limit of objective, we have to turn around and render aid. With that said, um, if we had went into Afghanistan and did exactly what we said we were going to do and then left, we would have been there maybe what a couple years. When did Obama uh, claim that he we took out Osama? Because and that's the reason that we went there, right? Because of nine eleven. 
Absolutely. Like 20, and he was the one that he was the one that perpetrated that attack. Yep. And he ran and hid in Afghanistan in the caves of Afghanistan. We had to go surf snuff him out. Yep. And in the meantime, we invaded Iraq and left Iraq and we were still there in Afghanistan, even though we had achieved our stated goal mm-hmm. in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, because America wants to police the world and we have, I mean, we are supposed to be a humanitarian force. Mm -hmm. It it would make sense for us to, after we went in there and literally wrecked shop because we went in there mad, mad, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) A a bunch of, a a kick beehive is what you threw over there. So a little bit of compassion, you know, for, and you know, some honesty and some accountability. I mean, the, the, being the police of the world, as you say, I mean, it, it, it should come with a great level of responsibility that often um, is shirked, you know, in the interest of, you know, saving political face around the world. And I just worry about this perpetual cycle we're in. And um, I appreciate you for breaking this down for us. Uh, Definitely educating me on uh, what the reality was on the ground there. Uh, Continue success to you, brother. Thank you. I'm glad you made it back safely. Glad you're here. Great to hear your voice. And, uh, would love to keep in touch with you, good brother. Is that cool? Yeah, awesome. I would love to. If uh, we could talk about how America started Al Qaeda and financed it. Oh, we got to have you back now. Absolutely. <laughs> I, the, 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 we got to see how deep this rabbit hole goes. We ain't seen nothing yet, right? Oh, man. Deep. <laughs> Officer J. Webb, y'all. This is KCWG, the truth.com's program's called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Rome. That was the good brother, NCO. <laughs> J. Webb. Stay tuned for more, y'all. We'll be right back after this. KCWG, the truth.com's program's called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome. And as I said at the top of the show, ladies and gentlemen, this week is the birthday of yours truly, as well as our good brother, the late great DJ Al Jackson, August 30th and September 3rd. Uh, I was actually born on Labor Day, and my good brother Al Jackson was born a few days and a year ahead of myself. Uh, our good brother made his transition earlier this year, so I wanted to pay a special tribute to him tonight. Uh, for many, many years, we celebrated our birthdays together, so uh, I hope you enjoy this set straight from the archives of the Soul Children LA and Juju. Uh, coming up after this one, you're going to hear a set from DJ Rome, myself, and uh, just an idea of how we used to bring it and uh, how we spent our time together while he was here on Earth. Uh, together with us. Uh, We love you, Al. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy these two sets tonight. Uh, DJ Al Jackson, y'all. Stay tuned for more.
check, check, one. One, 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 two. First things first, we like to welcome each and every one for coming out tonight. Uh, what? Sound man. Check one. Mic up, please. Uh, once again, uh, this is Juju, a soul children experience. Coming at you live and direct, Faye Dodo. We have only just begun, y'all. I am MC DJ One. You got your selectors, DJ Rome, DJ Sacred, Al Jackson, Q Michelle represent, Big John, Kimmy Kim, what? All of we, we got nothing but time. Elevate your mind, free your soul. We got the inside area, upstairs area, outdoors area. The bar is open. We got a menu, y'all. Get your grub on. In the meantime, say what? Say what? Yeah, the kitchen area, the bar area, all love, y'all. Eat, drink, be merry, have fun, soul children. Juju. Say what? Say what? Sound man. Check one. Yeah. Juju. Yes. Check one. This is how we do, y'all. One time for your mind. Jackson coming at you live and direct right about now. Once again, y'all, welcome to the spot. Welcome to the place. Strictly for the headstrong. Roots, rock, reggae, rhythms, everything under the sun. Everybody get live, get loose, feel the beat, feel the groove. Spread love, spread joy. This is how we do. So, children, Say Dodo representing, uh, the bar is open, kitchen is open, y'all, get your grub uh, on. We got an outside area too, are you smokers, you tobacco heads? So what? So Woo! Lovers rock, y'all. Chip. Chip. Yeah. You make you feel alright. Hands up 
reaching higher. Yeah. You make me feel excited. You fulfill my every need. I've been wondering about you If you could be a voucher That I could spend the night on me, yeah All I'm saying was You may touch me Yeah, to you for you Hold on, baby You will not lose yourself because of me All written down, Saturdays of the month, y'all. We going back to back. Stay tuned. April. April 16th, y'all. Second Saturday. Yeah. Superstar DJ Guest. Mr. Bobito's gonna be in the house, yeah. In the meantime... We on that family local shit. Uh, West Adams District, y'all. Mid-City, Los Angeles. Everybody, somebody, anybody. This is how we do. Uh, check one. One, two. this groove to this yeah more on the mic sound on the mic yeah check one
Jackson coming at you live and direct so to the represent DJ sacred in the cut this is a soul to the experience
check one. One, two. Say what? Yes, yes, y'all. Say what? Y'all, welcome to Juju Faye Dodo representing Mid City Los Angeles. The bar is open, y'all. The kitchen area is open. We got appetizers, little knickknacks and snacks. Uh, we got an outdoors area. All you smokers, tobacco heads, want to get a chill out. We got an upstairs area. We got nothing but time, y'all. This is how we do. Strictly for the headstrong, uh, music non-stop, superstar DJs, everybody is a star, shine bright, uh, juju, soul children. Uh, I got that up, put up a pump, pump, but I could be fire bold, diddly bum. There I come, so be the piper. I'm hyping up Pinocchio's nose, cause I'm a super califragilist, tic tac pro. I gave a oopsie, lazy, now you got the crazy. Crazy with the books, googly goo, where's the gravy? So one, two, um, buckle my, um, shoe, yeah, but do, hibbity hoo, crack a bruise, a trick a treat. From my feet, jump by dribbity, drop the hit. The books get on your walk, let's walk down those sticks. Spot, spot, spot. Swiggity smack some wigs, kids. The boogity woogity Brooklyn boys about to get a hit. Stick. My waist bones connected to my hip bone, my hip bones connected to my thigh bone, my thigh bones connected to my knee bone, my knee bones connected to my honey bone. The Jimmy Jabber, Georgia Jabber, not the funny bone. Um, skip the ovals, he'd rather have my honey comb. Preferably the sesame, let's figure it's fucked the bread. So, dun 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 dun. They wanna pay. Welcome and thank each and every one for coming out on this Saturday night. So much going on in Los Angeles. This is how we do, y'all. Can I get down?
This is how we do, y'all. Styles upon styles upon styles upon styles. Mad music. We got the stage area, y'all. Get your groove on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? At the playground represent. Check, 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 check. Strictly for the head strong. We on some grown up shit. Say what? Ladies. Got fat. Yeah, I know it looks pathetic. Ali Shaheed Muhammad got me doing calisthenics. Uh. Meatless to say, boy, I'm bad to the bone. Making love to my mic like Jerome's on the phone. But um, no time for talks. There's bills to be paid. What? Holes to be laid. What? Funks to be sprayed. What? Chumps to attack. So one, my man, watch one. your back. 93 Sacred sounds. So uh. Sit back and learn. Come now, watch the birdie. <laughs> His sounds are incomplete. Same as Vinny. Test the birdie. Uh. Battling? Whenever. Yeah. Hot damn. Give me the microphone. Check. Try one. Check. Bam. Check. It on the cooler, cause here come the heat. Lyrically, it's space the jazz will pace the beat. As we proceed to elevate you, we info folk. Run into your dad, the abstracts the back. As we proceed to move the high bars, we know where's ass. Poets got the gimmicks, but they like the sass of jazz to make the average hard rock and cock the Glock. And roam the city streets on the dreary day. I'll be a man. Like sugar and candy. If your life was broke, girl, I'll be the handy dandy that can mend you. My feet is a shower for you. I scrub the back and I force the butt crack, make you shiny. Spiffy in a jiff, fucking with the ab, you got the greatest of gifts. Say yo, my mic is sounding bug. Bob Power, you there? Yeah. Adjust the bass and treble, make my shit sound clear, clear, clear. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. Move back yourself, man. Come watch me drop it. For sure, me, I will do it. For sure, me, I will rock it. Me not deal with no chung around, bong around business. I got soul on the end, like Jehovah's got the witness. Musically, the three. Poetically, we need the enchantment on the airwaves. Kids just rave. Obey the MCs, cause the MCs say we flipping on niggas like we super day. But notice in my stature, your niggas know we got ya. Moving to the rapture, listen how we catch ya. Moving with the case, here we go, let's begin. Making people jump out their goddamn skin. Lyrically, we bite like we rent in tin. He's the grand fool in his many, many skins. Don't mark us for the L, cause you know we get the wins. It's the Ab Shaheed in the door for the blend. And I wanna say peace. Yeah. Once again, y'all, welcome to Juju. 
each and every one. We got nothing but time. Y'all get live, get loose. We got the stage area, y'all. Upstairs, outside. The bar is open. The kitchen area for your appetizers and snacks. In the meantime, soul children coming at you live and direct. Taking it straight to the head. What? Lovers rock, y'all. Say what? Say what? Lord have mercy. Yes. Can y'all feel that? What? Say what? Yes. Yes. Lovers rock. Say what?
This is how we do, y'all. Check one. The final hour. Romy Rome coming at you live and direct. to welcome and thank each and every one for coming out tonight. This is last call, y'all. Last call for drinks, beverages. Make sure you take a plate home. The kitchen is still open, you know. Late night snacks. Close out your cab. In the meantime, DJ Ron's gonna take you late into the night, early into the morning. So, decisions don't stop. We don't stop. Move to this. Bobito Garcia, y'all. Cool Bob Love coming at the live and direct. Sounds upon sounds. DJ Rose representing the soul children. Uh, once again, this is Last Paul. Last call. Make sure you close out your tabs. Uh -huh. 
We got Soul Children t-shirts. Once again, big, 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 big ups and welcome and thanks to each and every one for coming out tonight. This is Last Call. Make sure you check out Serve Out. Breaks on the bus, breaks on the car. Breaks to make you a superstar. Breaks to win and breaks to lose. But these here breaks will rock your shoes. And these are the breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it up. <laughs> Once again, we'd like to spread love and big ups to our guest, DJ. Mr. Bobito Garcia, Cool Bob Love in the house, y'all. New York City represent. Hey, Dodo represent. If your woman steps out with another man, and she runs off with him to Japan, and the IRS says they want to chat, what? And you can't explain why you claimed your cat, and my bell sends you a whopping bill. children. I miss Juju. Big ups to our man, Bobito Garcia. Cool Bob Love. Word up. Once 
once again, y'all. This is how we do. Check, check. Flashing lights, moving to the beat. Say what? Mirror walls and fog at your feet. Yeah. Well, I'm just a DJ, baby, mixing for you.
Welcome and thank each and every one for coming out. Please make sure you close out your tabs. The bar is closing. The kitchen area is ready for all late night appetizers. Take home, you know what I'm saying. Juju, we got all kind of gear, t-shirts, stuff. Y'all ain't gotta go home. Once again, we'd like to welcome and thank each and every one for coming out. So, children, Juju, my man, DJ Romy Rome, closing out the night. Guest DJ, Bobito Garcia. Cool Bob Love. I am MC DJ One, your host. Q Michelle, Kimmy Kim, representing the door. DJ Al Jackson, DJ Sacred. Big John represent, Big Mike represent, us represent, follow we are one y'all, be safe, drive safe, Romy Rome, DJ Rome, Check one, 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 
two, 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 two. Once again, y'all, we'd like to thank each and every one for coming out tonight. Big up yourself. Bo, 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 bo. <laughs> okay, that's how we do it, y'all. Uh, this is KCWG, the truth.com's program is called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Rome. Uh, that was a little set from uh, several years ago. Uh, me doing my uh, last call DJ sets, wrapping up a Juju event, playing behind the likes of my good brother, DJ Al Jackson. Uh, that particular one uh, was from a set where we were joined by New York DJ and producer uh, Bobito Garcia. It was an amazing night, a packed house, and uh, dropped that set uh, after my good brother. That was after Bobito, but I also had to play after DJ Al Jackson. So uh, we're celebrating our birthdays this week, but mainly tonight we're celebrating the life and the, the birthday, the heavenly birthday of our good brother, DJ Al Jackson. I want to send a shout out to MC DJ One, always providing the on-point color commentary for all of our music sets and Soul Children events. Uh, wouldn't be the same without him. Uh, we all miss our good brother. And so I hope you have enjoyed this little tribute uh, DJ Al Jackson, happy birthday. We love you. We miss you. Uh, we'll see you again one day. And in the meantime, you keep rocking it with respect. Also want to thank our special guest for the evening, NCO, Mr. J. Webb. This has been Psychotic Bump School. I also want to send a very, very special shout out to Mr. Frank Starks, who is the Iron Man behind the board. And we're out of here, y'all. Take care. <laughs>